Hello and welcome to the Food of Value podcast. I am your host, Akimo Davis, and I'm happy to share with you my life experiences as a husband, father, professional, and entrepreneur living in the territory. Join me on this journey as we explore and relive these experiences that have shaped me and that may influence you. Get your notepad and your snacks as we journey to the Valley. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Through the Valley podcast. I'm your host, Akino Davis. Today's episode is titled Shifting Allegiances and it follows on episode 4, Abandonment and Betrayal. And it leads into that next step that occurred in my life after feeling like I was abandoned and betrayed. But before we jump into discussing today's topic, I just want to continue to thank all the listeners who continue to give me their feedback and who reached out to me during the course of the week. I want to shout out my cousin Roxy. We had a very interesting conversation earlier in the week. One of the the aunts that I referenced in episode one that was Roxy's mom. So Roxy, I want to thank you for reaching out and for giving me support on this podcast. I know that by sharing my stories, I would impact some people directly. And I just want to thank you again, Roxy for giving me your support, for allowing me to mention and share your story and for giving me the encouragement and for us to continue encouraging each other. I also want to encourage people because this is not a journey that I've embarked on for the swift. It's a journey of endurance. I just want to thank all the listeners, those who continue to message, who continue to call, who continue to listen and give their feedback. I really appreciate all of you and your encouragement and your feedback is very, very important it's very encouraging i really do appreciate you so in episode four we spoke about abandonment and betrayal and how for me that abandonment and betrayal came from the church the leadership of the church that church i used to attend to and ask some pertinent questions as to how we treat with it are we ready to move on are we ready to, to accept that people will betray us people will abandon us and coming into this week's episode dealt with the after effects of feeling abandoned how you treat with it how i treated with it and for me that happened in the form of a shift in allegiance as i mentioned before in several episodes i mentioned that after i had my experience with my pastor and after i experienced those feelings of abandonment and betrayal i fell away from organized religion i fell away from the church and it's directly what we'll discuss today not necessarily the falling away from the church but the shifting of my allegiances during a time of hurt, during a time of abandonment what happened for me is that when after the funeral and everything settled down i had to ask myself some serious questions and one of those questions were, will I remain in the church? How was I going to go back to that community who I felt had abandoned me, had betrayed me? And I made the decision there and then that I wasn't going back. After years of service to the ministry, I decided that I wasn't going back. I literally felt like abandoning ship. And that's why I did. I abandoned that ship. I began to assess the allegiances that I had. And doing that assessment resulted in a shifting of my allegiances. I had to ask myself, how could I continue to sit under this ministry? How could I continue to be in the company of 
people who didn't do me right at all. Coming to that place, I had no idea where I would end up. I was just basically concerned about the integrity of the church, the integrity of the leaders, and if I could continue to sit under that. Because remember, this time I'm hurting, eh? I just buried a wife and a child. My emotions are all over the place. I can't trust anybody to support me. Not necessarily anybody, but I can't trust people outside of my family. I couldn't trust people. So I had to decide what I wanted for my life where I wanted to continue to sit, where I wanted to continue to be taught, continue to grow. And there are certain choices that I had to face. One of those decisions is making up your mind whose company I was going to, to remain in. And when you are let down by individuals and institutions, to the point where you feel like you are robbed of your soul and your essence and your spiritual integrity, you have to be prepared to shift allegiances. And that's where I was. I was prepared to shift allegiance, accepted the feeling of being rejected, and I had to seriously question continuing to participate in the church community. But it always was in me. I always had in the back of my mind that just removing yourself from a spiritual community like that is a dangerous thing. You're dealing with principalities and powers and you're dealing with a high level of control and manipulation and you're dealing with people who pray, speak words. You always hear about the power of the tongue. So I always had in the back of my mind that removing myself from a spiritual environment like that, I had to be very careful because not everybody would believe in in the power curses or those kind of things but i believe that the spoken word is the most dangerous power on the planet you ever felt or observed sometimes you tell somebody something and you see it happen you see it manifest that has happened to me a few times in my life where i've opened my mouth and spoke something towards somebody negative and positive and i've seen it manifest so and I, I, I never took for granted or take for granted that somebody speaking against me could manifest in my life if i'm not adequately covered spiritually so as i say whatever religious belief you you follow i'm sure each has some sort of practice or some sort of undertaking as it regards to the verbalizing manifestations so you have to be careful when you decide to remove yourself from a spiritual covering and that was in the back of my mind if you don't get that urge and it don't necessarily have to be just a spiritual covering you know because in assessing your allegiance really what you're deciding is who you want to be around who you're going to start trusting remember you're feeling abandoned and betrayed and coming out of having those feelings and accepting those feelings you're now looking to trust somebody else or you're looking to trust others or you mightn't be looking to trust at all but guess what you don't exist in a world by yourself you exist around people so even if you don't want to trust anybody you will find yourself having some sort of preferential communication with somebody so in shifting your allegiance assessing your allegiance you have to be mindful it doesn't necessarily have to be moving out of a church environment it could be moving out of a job maybe people on the job don't understand what you're going through or giving you a hard time but you have to decide whether it makes sense to just pick yourself up and move out from a job if you don't have a fallback plan or a plan to continue sustaining you then removing yourself 
abruptly could be a huge disruptor in your life even with your family <clears throat> the bible i read tells me a friend stick it closer than a brother and if i interpret that to mean that sometimes the best people in your life are not your family they could be a friend so if you think that removing yourself from around your family might be best you have to be cautious you have to assess this thing properly you have to take some time to think step back breathe really sit down and analyze because you don't want that your family might have been a support to you but you withdraw yourself and you remove yourself from around your family and they cut you off and there's another depth of abandonment and betrayal you're going to experience you'll be in a state of mind to undergo that as a next level of abandonment and betrayal when family abandon and betrayal so you need to be careful but for me, I chose to disassociate myself with the monotony and the tradition and the manipulations that dictated my life. Because if anybody listening to this podcast who know me personally over the years, they know I was committed. I was committed to church. I was committed. I was a buffalo soldier and I was committed. So I'm going from one extreme to the next. I'm going from totally and fully committed, experiencing a major disappointment with regard to support. And then now shifting my allegiance initially to nothing and then eventually to something. And let me tell you something, eh? make no mistake. Make no mistake. When you decide to shift your allegiance, you're going to come under attack. You're going to come under personal attack. You're going to come under spiritual attack. But you're going to come under attack. Nobody who feel that they have control over you will just allow you to live the life like that. Sadly, that's still a thing in the society we live in. Even in relationships. There are couples who are together and somebody decides to go their separate ways they feel it's not working out and oftentimes what it results in is domestic violence murder or serious hurt, serious injury to another party right here in Trinidad and Tobago we we faced with situations you know in recent times I mean we are we are small society in the grand scheme of the international world we are spec so when we speak about incidents or when we, we witness or experience certain incidents to us it may seem grand and big to the world is normal but we have been experiencing something here in this country that we need to assess we need to assess our allegiances we need to assess how we live who we live with who who we engage with but I digress so coming back to shifting your allegiance, when you disassociate yourself from people, environments, things that manipulated you before, controlled you before, betray you and abandon you, you're going to come under some persecution. So good up your loins for that. Make sure you have be up. I can't say be a sound mind because you ain't thinking straight. Remember, I just lost family just buried them so i'm thinking straight on top of that my mother not too well at this point so i'm really thinking straight but i just knew i couldn't remain under that kind of order and when i decided to leave in this instance to leave the church i went to my pastor and i told him i needed to step away and to his credit he didn't try to control me he did try to talk me out of it to ask me if i was sure that this is what i was being led to do but he didn't try to dictate to me and he allowed me to step away and take control of my destiny and i guess you could also see that 
Maybe that was a part of him that to this day I admire because I believe if you love people, you would never try to control people and you'll always allow them to go do their thing because you love them so much, you expect that they would find their way back to you. So I give him credit for not trying to keep me prisoner. I had a grievance and I needed to sort and settle that grievance and I was given the space to do that. When you experience a tragedy and your loved ones die, you need to change environments. I did that and I believe that today. Because you're in the same house, you're in the same space, you're sleeping in the same bed, in my case. And that could be a bit much. And it's not that you're trying to run or forget about the person. You're trying to save yourself, you're trying to save your own soul. And that is why sometimes somebody loses a spouse. And in quick time, they get remarried and then everybody wants to condemn them for moving on with their life so fast. But what they don't understand is that you will move on with your life. You are just repositioning yourself to save you. And fortunate that you meet someone who prepared to walk that journey with you. And that's what happened to me. After my wife died, after about six months or so, I found myself in a relationship and that relationship, it wasn't about forgetting my spouse, but it was about finding support. It was about, it was about getting support, getting somebody who would understand, somebody who I would trust. The relationship didn't last, but I was able to continue living, not forgetting what I had gone through, but having somebody to communicate with. So you will find that you have to be prepared to change environments after a tragedy. After your loved ones die, your life is no longer the same. Nothing about it is normal. Nothing about the feelings you feel is normal. Nothing about your experience will be routine anymore. Your life has changed. Tragedy has changed you. And I learned that the hard way when I decided to shift my allegiances. I found myself in situations that didn't work out some of them. I found myself in relationships that weren't wise. I wasn't in a mature frame of mind. I was in a state of hurt. But I had to shift. And during that shift, I was looking for purpose. Making that shift allowed me to start to write my book. It allowed me to start to express independent thought. I was in no state of mind to pursue any legal cause against the hospital for what I perceived to be negligence. So I had to channel all of that misgiving and all of that energy into something productive. And I felt as if the only way I could have done that was by shifting my allegiance, moving out from the environments that I was in and moving into a new environment. So I mentioned before that my family home was just up the street from where my apartment was. So I moved back home and my mom converted our dining room into a bedroom for me. I displaced and I unsettled my brothers and sisters, but I know they didn't mind. I had my apartment still. I would go down to the apartment ever so often to change and make sure everything was in order and whatever. But I moved back home until I eventually gave up the apartment months after. So I changed that environment because being in that apartment where my spouse and I lived by myself all these long hours, that wasn't safe. It wasn't healthy for me because I had all these reminders. I had the reminder of the baby's room that we were preparing. So in shifting allegiances and changing my environment and so forth, I gave away all of those baby stuff. Everything. Crib, furniture, bed, clothes, gifts. I gave them away. I gave them away because I didn't want to have the reminder that my son wasn't coming home. My son wasn't here with me. And it was a reminder. It was a painful reminder. So shifting allegiance will cause you 
to change environment. And I want to tell you, eh, without trustworthy people in your life, without a mentor, without somebody to guide and follow, without somebody that you trust in your life, it's easy to fall to destruction eh? because it's natural for the human being to want leadership and to want direction. That's natural. I don't know how to explain it, but all throughout my life, I have always felt like I need to have a mentor, I need to have a leader, I need to have somebody to follow. And not because I just want to follow somebody, but because I, I want accountability. You want validation for the things that you accomplish and the things that you do. You want leadership because you want to learn. So it's easy when you remove yourself from people who have been serving as those outlets to you to fall into destruction. A good leader, a good captain will ensure accountability in your life. So whether it's a parent, a friend, a pastor, a boss, colleague, whoever it is, they will ensure accountability to those things that you engage in. If you engage in religion, your religious leader will ensure accountability. If you're in the workplace, your supervisor, your manager, would your, your leader, your boss ought to, ought to be accountable to your job, to your profession. And let's face the fact that it's not always the case, eh? because I've worked in some tremendously toxic workplaces where managers and supervisors have no clue how to be leaders. They have no clue. They don't care to see you learn. They don't care to see you grow. They don't care to teach. They don't care to guide. They just care about saving their own skins. And they feel that managing people requires them to be nasty. And that's across the board. That's not just in your workplace. That's in church too. I want you to assess your life, even right now. And I'm sure you could find somebody in your life who manages and needs like that. Dirty, no integrity. You can't trust them. You always have to be covering your tracks, dotting your I's and crossing your T's. You always have to make sure that you have a paper trail. As simple as that is, that's, that's a betrayal from your manager, from your boss. It's a betrayal because you shouldn't have to be putting yourself through that kind of stress when you still have the work to do and when you experience that kind of betrayal and that kind of abandonment. It's no wonder why in this day and time we have in what we call in the great resignation. People are just resigning from their jobs without question, without thinking twice because people no longer prepared to put up with the toxicity, with the toxic leadership, with the, the toxic management. And I use the word toxic because I want to drive the visualization. When you think of something toxic, you're thinking about something that's poisonous and harmful to your life. And that's the kind of leadership that we have in. We have in toxic leadership that causes us as even employees. Now remember this podcast is about my life, eh? my life as, as an entrepreneur, as a professional as a father, as a husband, as a farmer. So we're talking all things. We ain't just talking about death and grief. And from time to time, the topics will intermingle and you'll realize how relevant it is to all aspects of our lives. Shifting allegiance also impacts on us as professionals. Because for me, when I was going through my abandonment and betrayal, one of the shifts I made was from my job as well. I had just suffered the loss of my wife and my son. I was given three days bereavement leave. I was working at a major government infrastructure agency 
and I was given three days bereavement leave. Of course, I exceeded it. But when I returned to work, I could remember going back out to work, sitting in my office on a massive construction site and just sitting in the office and asking myself, what am I really doing here? Didn't my employer care about me enough to ensure my mental well-being? Because we had, I had started the business and I had the office and everything, but I was still employed. So I would go to work and then I would attend to my business. But when I went back out to work after I buried my wife and son, I sat in my office and I told myself, this is not right. It's not right for me mentally, it wasn't right for me professionally, I wasn't ready to come back out to work yet. And I sat by that desk that first day I went back out to work. First day I went back out to work in August 2006. I wrote my resignation letter, journey to the head office, I submitted it, I gave the appropriate notice, and then I took my leave from that organization. Part of shifting your allegiance, a major part will be changing in environment. So that will also mean professionally, spiritually, from your family as well. And when you decide to abandon ship as it was, or to shift your allegiance, you had to be prepared to suffer a little bit. But even in that discomfort, you had to be assured of the peace of mind and spirit and soul which is far more beneficial than remaining in these confines of the status quo. So I want to leave you by asking you, you are the place where the only decision left is to abandon ship, shift allegiance. Are you at that place? Have you ever been to that? And what are you going to decide? Are you prepared to deal with the detractors of your decision? And are you prepared to leave behind all the baggage and just press forward, find a new start, find a new way to cope. It's not easy, you know. It's not easy. It will never be an easy decision to me, but you have to make it for your sake and for the people who you care about. Some of you might have children at the point in going through your tragedies. So you have to make decisions with others in mind, even when you are at your lowest. So I want to encourage you, making a decision to shift your allegiances to people and things and places and environments is a natural follow-on from be feeling abandoned and feeling betrayed. That's a natural progression. Although you even feel like you're doing something wrong, you're not. You've been through a tragedy, you've been through some hurts, you've been through some disappointments, and you need to reassess where you fit in the lives of people around you. Where you fit in places. People migrate and go to other countries. Nothing is wrong with changing your environment. Shifting your allegiances to things and people. So I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you this week. If you're going through it still, ask yourself some questions, some serious questions. Are you in that place? Are you prepared to deal with people who might dissuade you from making changes in your life? And are you prepared to deal with the baggage to release and to cut. So guys, I want to thank you all for listening this week. Even as I continue to, to express as I was to my cousin Roxy this week, I've gone through this 16 years ago. I wrote about it in a book, but having to speak about it now, it is the most emotional thing that I have experienced in the longest. Not until you hear yourself say the words 
and relive the experiences that you realize that you once again trigger in certain types of feelings. And those feelings, whilst I might have learned to live and cope and endure my situation over 16 years, I'm realizing that there are some things that still so fresh and raw to me. And every episode is an emotional roller coaster. So guys, thank you. I love you. Have a good week. Peace. I'm out. Thank you for listening to this episode of Through the Valley Podcast. I hope what was shared was insightful and impacting on you. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share the podcast. And if you have a story to share or you know someone who does, send me an email to akinothroughthevalley at gmail.com. See you in the next show. Bye-bye.